do after the music. I never seen it. Well, I just noticed that the red the red light wasn't on. So, oh. gosh, ten minutes of talking. Shit. This is the Say That Again podcast. Where? Where? Episode where, seven. Where, where, episode right seven. Okay, <laughs> we're, we're getting right into a, a story about Ryan going to the uh, going to a little private function yeah. to watch oh, the Tyson yeah. fight. So anyway, so I go and go to the homies, you know, uh, to go watch the fight. Uh, in his business, you know, it's closed. It's private. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be. It's supposed to be just his friends or whatever, small gathering of friends or whatever. So I go there. Uh, he comes, unlocks the door, opens, let me in. You know, we greet each other warmly. We hadn't seen each other in a while or whatever. Yeah. You know, we before I can get like five feet in, ten feet into the establishment, he's like, let me introduce you to this person. So one of his friends, he, entered, he you know, he referred to him as a friend. So, uh-huh. again, this person will remain nameless. It's not important. Right. So, anyway, uh, he entered. Uh, of course, upon entry, I, I have on a mask. You know, I'm walking up. So as he goes to introduce me to the friend, you know, I go to give him the fist bump. You know, it's an awkward fist bump. And the dude immediately is just like, take your mask off. Oh, yeah, no. I'm like, nah. Who the hell are you? Right. So my response is just casual, nah. He's like, we don't do that here. <laughs> so I just like, oh, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's my response exactly. Who the fuck so is of course we? I, I chuckle heartily. Oh, we? Who is we? I don't even know you. There is no we. This ain't Malcolm Brown. This ain't, there is no we. I don't even know you. He's like, well, that looks. The masks are stupid. I said, well, you sound stupid. You can fuck, <laughs> fuck out of here. You know what I mean? Fuck out of here with that. He pops off and says something else. I was like, I'll give you another option. You could take the mask off of me. Let's just cut to the chase. Oh, you can get these hands. Meanwhile, bro, you, you already know. I'm looking yeah, at one like, I'm, I'm looking at the wall behind him, which is 20 feet behind him. Like, I can't wait to punch this wall because I'm punching Ooh. all the way it's through everything. Missed. Man, everything Pink is getting missed. So, of course, the... Splat. Right. The host then just laughs because he knows me. He just laughs heartily like, man, what can I get you to drink? Let me just go on and... Dead this situation real quick, fast. Hey, he probably told that dude, "What the fuck is wrong with you, man?" Not him, not now. Well, I mean, not it was just kind of like you know. I mean, and I'm just looking at it like, mm, now let's not do the drink. I see what kind of energy this is, so let me just move and find my really. A, at this point now, I'm just looking for an appropriate way to exit. Uh, exit. You know what I mean? Hey, because now I, I know see you what, so well. You know what I mean? I I'm just like, so oh, okay, well. this is cool. Oh, this is the first interaction mm-hmm. that I get. Mm-hmm. We. We don't do that here. No. Well. Yeah. So that was that. That was that was pretty much that. But I, I was just like, man, the audacity. First and foremost, who the hell gave you the authority to command a whole a, a, another grown man to do anything? Where does that come from? I really be wanting to be like, hey, uh, which hand do you want me to slap you with, bro? If you're lucky. Left, <laughs> right. I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I mean, and unfortunately, in this day and age, and I, I hate to sound. I hate to do tough talk. It's really just like which pocket. Which it, it, it's which pocket do you want me to dig into? That's yeah. really. It's not even. And that's what I be meaning sometimes. I slap some sense into you, or some sense out of you. I slap some sense out of you in a, in a way that it hits your pockets. I just don't. Yeah. I don't understand the mentality of that. And I'm sure there is probably some uh, liquid courage involved in that. But I'm just like, man, liquid. You know. Okay, but we know what that is, though. That's deeper than the liquid yeah, exactly. courage. That's already something. Yeah, that stems from the you know that's a, just a, ignorance. a drunk mouth speaks a sober mind. A base mind. of ignorance, absolutely. Yeah, it's just ignorance. There you I go. mean, it's just being unaware of of your surroundings too. It's just 
not enough people getting this shit slept out of them recently. Man, See, I'm left and right hand. <laughs> Which you one? So, you so out of pocket, bro. Like I said, yeah, bro. Like, fucking spirit fingers work, bro. I remember. Yeah. In, I remember in football. No, we don't leave our feet. We drive through. That's mm-hmm. all I'm thinking. Like, man, I'm not even. Your face looks like oh, hit the motherfucker. Behind hey, you take you. you take a shot in wrestling. You step and pass the guy. Nah. Anyway, um, enough about that. Enough That's about, fun. about that foolishness. <laughs> it's just corny, man. It's just like, That's man, fun. I don't understand. I don't understand where people's heads are though. The, the like why something like that obviously is deeper than a mask there's no way you're going to have an interaction with somebody that's introducing you to somebody based on that so you saw um, I'm not going to go into the, the, all the other nuances but I'm sure you guys can probably paint a picture of yeah they just see stuff on on social media and shit like that talking about you know one side says says fuck the mask we shouldn't be told to wear the mask and the other side says you know wear a mask or you're, or you're trying to kill people so you know, and there's a, oh, there's a lot of there's a lot of division like that, and then people just think that okay, it's that's okay to say it out in the public square. I'm just again trying to figure out where the arrogance is that you don't want to be told to put on a mask, and yet you're gonna <laughs> tell somebody to take one off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, how does it that make how, sense. how does that affect you in any particular way whatsoever? It just affects your sensibilities, or like I said, it's deeper than that. We're dealing with your, we're dealing with arrogance and not enough people getting another, slapped around. Right. Anyway. Uh, now we could talk about the fight. That was hilarious. Uh, all right, all right, wait, 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 wait. Don't get to the don't get to the highlight of the fight. <laughs> Start from the, the beginning. The don't get to the climax. <laughs> oh, don't get man. to the climax because I mean, well, I just had a feeling about some shit. Climax? Well, you got to give it up for the first two fights. I only saw the one. I only saw the main, the main little, the not yeah, so main. Yeah, the one event. dude that was an actual uh, the main undercard. Yeah, that yeah. that was actually a pretty good fight. And uh, um, I can't remember dudes' names, yeah. but they was they was handling business and, really? and dudes were nice. Yeah. yeah, and you know I'm not really big on boxing, but I will You're say not? the hands. I didn't know that. Nope, but I was glued to this one because it was Mike yeah. and, and then Nate Robinson. And so when I mean, if we want to cut to it now, yeah, but, I mean, we could talk about it. <laughs> we might yeah, as well we hear it now. You want to talk about it? Yeah, we hear it now. Uh, yeah. He hmm. went to sleep. Uh, he sure did, man. Man, uh, I know he went that, into uh, a deep meditation. Uh, I know the Nate Robinson. The Nate Robinson challenge was uh, the hashtag Nate Robinson challenge was uh, trending on. Man, on the Twitter internet, sure. the velocity, the internet My thing velocity. Is this, the you clearly see that he went into that fight street minded. A yep. lot of his punches, he was leaving his balance. And so, really, mm, he looked like a little kid that just anybody, learned how to walk. Why are you leaning if, like if, that? If man? Nate Robinson would have fought a Floyd Mayweather, Floyd would have hit him six times in the time it took him to get that oh, yeah. back foot. I mean, look, man, I don't. I, I look. I, we don't. You fight. We don't dude. even need to have that type of conversation. Did he think it was an exhibition? Yeah, he knew what it was. I mean, did he think he knew it was, he a- was about to? He knew what he was getting into. I think he just underestimated. Oh boy, oh boy has had previous experience. He's not a fighter. He's had previous experience. But in he's, the training. Ring he's training. He's training. He wants to become a fighter. Did he was Nate? He's like, was this just on some celebrity death match nah, shit? He I'll just jump in here. He was like, I, I yeah, think Nate, I could try. This Nate has been going on for like three years. This Nate has been an ongoing beef. Yeah, oh, I didn't know all that. I so, didn't see. So, I didn't know all the buildup. So when Nate Mike never did a. A sparring match. He before, never did a sparring match yeah, before, before this fight. Before Mike and, and Roy got wind of anything, Nate and this dude had already been so talking. This, this so is like this a, was just this a perfect like a opportunity Brown. to sell it. Because look at it. You had two fights. What's right? the basis of their beef? Why, why, why are these people oh, are oh, in two was totally YouTube. different He's spectrums. a YouTuber and he I, was talking right. shit. And so Nate Robinson was like, bro, try fighting an athlete. And he did. 
Wow. Who was he talking shit about? He said it to the dude. He was just talking about Nate Robinson. Was, said was talking no, no, shit about Jake Paul. Who was Jake Paul talking shit about? So Jake, you said Jake Paul Jake was talking Paul shit, and Nate was like trying to follow yeah. the athlete. So yeah. who is Jake? I mean, obviously Jake Paul. There's there's no way that Jake Paul would ambiguously be like, I want to fight Nate Robinson unless no. they're running the same. Nate thing. call him out, right? So who? Why did Nate feel empowered? I think like, the people why that did he feel compelled Oakway to sparred with or been well, known Jake, to seen or been sparring with, he felt like those weren't people that were qualified. Uh, we so know, okay. we, what we found out was, Nate, you're not qualified. Yeah, <laughs> you wasn't ready. <laughs> you're not qualified either. Wow. Okay. Well, yeah, but uh, that's what you get, man. Writing checks. Like, don't let you say. Don't let your mouth write a check. Your ass can't cash. Yeah. Yeah. Now they yeah, want he, other people. You see Evander Holyfield trying to get back in the ring too. He well, said he that ready. was talked about before. Before Roy Jones Jr. got onto this fight, that was talked about. Yeah. Holyfield. That's always going to be a conversation. And Shannon Briggs is also talking about trying to make a comeback. Um, yeah, and, and it's not a comeback. I mean, I can't really call it a comeback because they're not they're not fighting to fight. They're no, Shannon, fight. Shannon Briggs wants to make a legit comeback. He like oh, wants to he come, wants to fight. Yeah, fight. okay, got gotcha. Because t- Mike Tyson doesn't want to. No, he, he wants to come back and Man, just do I a like bunch Mike of charity. Attitude. He wants to do a bunch of charity stuff and try to earn as much money for different charities as he can, which is right. which is a noble cause and that's cool. And I, I think I saw some stats. They sold like 1.2 million pay per views, which mm. is pretty. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. I mean, pretty good boxing hall for mm-hmm. pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. I think they're like sixty bucks a piece, so uh, that's a lot of money. Pay-per-view is fifty. Fifty dollars a piece. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, you know, they made they made money off that weekend, um, and I think that Roy Jones Jr. and, and Mike Tyson both took away like three million yeah. as a purse or something like that. Ten million for Tyson. They got a million for the fight. Um. The, the 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 one fighter that was legit that had like twenty some fights, the black dude, Badu he Jack? got about a hundred What's his name? I think it's Badu Jack, right? Yeah, Badu Jack. Yeah, he got about hundred and eighty thousand. Yeah. Uh he got the, the next biggest purse. And then the next that loser got twenty thousand. Uh Nate and oh boy got six hundred bucks. No, they got six hundred grand. They Didn't got they? Six hundred bucks, just six hundred dollars. They got a hundred per round, mm. but then they got a share of the pay per view gotcha. stuff. Okay. So whatever that percentage was mm-hmm. is what they caught on the back end. Which, if we know what they did numbers wise, because nobody was doing anything and everybody wanted to see Mike. Mm-hmm. So Nate, uh, now, UFC had a UFC had a card that night too, and it was uh, it was amen. a fairly good card. Amen. I know it didn't probably get amen. the same numbers, but. Amen. People was he hit me. Where are you watching? Oh, I know. I know. You know, people, I mean, you, know you got people females. Everybody. I mean, that's iconic. You know, you it's got just, chicks that don't care nothing about boxing or anything. This is Jordan versus Kobe. Yeah. Like, oh, what? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it, and, and what you saw was Mike started looking a little frustrated because Roy started doing a little bit too much of this. And it just looked like Mike wanted to like no, clean his he head was, off. He was just frustrated because he was probably just pulling his punch. I don't think I didn't see Fred Mike get frustrated. I don't. I didn't see him. You get know frustrated. what I mean? I think I saw him like pull up. I saw him agonize over not being able to do like I just said. I was getting ready to do at that at that place with the old boy talking crazy. Yeah, I think he was looking like ooh. I see these ribs and they looking like a snack. Yeah. Well, they couldn't hit him in the face. I anyways. thought it was entertaining. It thought it was entertaining. Uncle Snoop on the on the commentary was hilarious. <laughs> Everybody's saying good. that dude should get some type of job right now. 
Golly, you can't play boxing. You said two things you can't play boxing in this paper. You can't yeah. play with this boxing in this yeah. paper. Snoop did a wonderful job. <laughs> yeah, so, at I some like point on there, he that. was like, uh, he said, This looks like two of my uncles fighting at a barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> he, got a, he got action at a job somewhere, especially in sports. He definitely does. And, and it, it, it would be smart if they allow him to be Snoop. Don't censor him. For sure. And you got to yeah. find somebody that can match him that may be able to drive the show and then he just do him you need somebody that can drive the show you know what I mean now I'm not saying go get with Shannon and Skip yeah but you need somebody that's knowledgeable that is the combination of Shannon and Skip who like a straight hand nah you need somebody that can play off of Snoop Mm-hmm. And get Snoop to be Snoop, but yeah. you need you need a you need a straight, and then you need a straight. Like you more need somebody like who knows their sports, right? You need somebody who knows the like a Stephen yeah, A. Smith. I was just thinking about a basketball game, right? But I was thinking like Shaq. You could have Shaq. Yeah, but I wouldn't even go somebody that notable. I want to go somebody where Snoop might be more notable than them, but that person is so knowledgeable that he's actually that's gonna get he's gonna build a fan base. Based off of what he's gonna do for the fan base of Snoop people, gotcha. yeah. Because but you need somebody who's like a little bit more like well versed and comes from the uh, from a media or a commentary standpoint to be like more true. straight. That's so what they I'm can saying. play. Yeah, so they yeah. can play off of one another. Because Snoop bit. is gonna be the one it's that's gonna like drive the the the. The entertainment the fa- value. The, the fan value. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna be the color guy, right? Yeah, exactly. it, the it, color be, yeah, the color guy, and then. <laughs> kind of like. Uh, Did you see like, my face? And he said the color guy. I said, "What the fuck?" I didn't say. <laughs> I didn't oh, say. Video. I didn't put say. Away, color put it away. Put it away. <laughs> Is this live? I did not, Is this really? I did not say colored guy. I said yeah, the yeah, color we guy. Know, we, yeah. 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 Nah, I got you. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of like Ali and Colesell. You know what I mean? That yeah, chemistry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Two. Uh, the odd couple, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Vastly different people, but they have vastly different roles for the time that they're for the for the. Subject matter that they're talking about, right, right, yeah. right. One person's going to be the play-by-play person. The other, the other person's going to be throwing in anecdotes and and having fun and making sure mm-hmm. people are engaged. Yeah, exactly. I thought it was entertaining, though. I thought the night was well done. It was entertaining overall. Yeah. Uh, both both fighters looked good. They were gracious. The interview after the fact was hilarious. The post-fight interview. Yeah. Mike. Talk about he said uh, everybody got a plan until they get hit. He said, "What'd you do?" He said, oh, "I went to Plan B. I hit him back." Yeah, <laughs> that's my, that's what you gotta love about Mike. I, I mean that just that tenacious, that tenaciousness, man. Mm-hmm. Roy that's, Jones, funny Pensacola by Pensacola people talking all fast. Hey, so. here's here's the great thing about this whole entire night, right? The entire thing was great yeah. from Snoop. To the two fights, to the to, to the climax was naked, knocked out Make because sure that nobody was. wanted to see Mike or Roy get knocked out. Mm. Yeah, and they and and I mean they decided we knew that wasn't going to happen. That yeah. wasn't we gonna knew happen. that wasn't going to happen. Yeah. So for Nate to get knocked out in the fashion that he did, they gave everybody what they wanted to see. They wanted to oh, see some hey, bro, hard strikes. Fifty dollars, well fucking deserved before Mike oh, and the fucking carnage. Uh, yeah. the carnage. They oh, went, yeah. We got to see some yeah. carnage. Yes. What we got to see uh, that. 50, Snoop was worth the 50, Nate and our boy was worth the 50, and, and then the, Mike and, and Roy the, was worth the 50. And the memes were worth a yeah. million. <laughs> the, the, the following the memes, yes. the internet might be oh, yes, the my internet. goodness, man. The internet is undefeated. Don't, oh, my the God. The internet is undefeated. Who 
on a mattress. They don't put him in boys in the hood. They don't. Can put you in. see why the earth is going to shit right now? You oh, see the the, the 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 mentality and minds of people who don't have shit to do. The shit that they come up with that just lets you know how funny some motherfuckers is. And that's how I mean. I love that because we all have those that humor. Yeah. You know, I think you gotta have that humor to get through some shit like what we going through oh, right yeah. now. Yeah. Because yeah. Nate, you just provided a couple months worth of shit. Nyquil. I mean, you're you're on everything. You know, just the way he was sleep. The NBA Melatonin. never box again. You know right. what I mean? All of them. The logo. He was the new NBA uh-huh. logo. That's the leftovers. The Thanksgiving leftovers. Come on, man. Don't put him on a plate. Your boy of food. Nate. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think How he does he train. say face? How can he even come back and Ooh, say face? No. He's, reti- he's retired from the fight. Uh, who does he fight? Nah, he's retired from the spotlight. Who, who does he fight? Stefan Urkel? Urkel? Yeah, he could- he could fight. He could fight. Uh, he could fight Ronda Rousey or some shit like that. No, no, no I'm don't. taking her. No, me too. Don't do that. I'm taking don't do her. Yeah. Don't do it. I'm gonna like bet three hundred on her, and I'm gonna bet a hundred on him. <laughs> Trying to win all that back. Flip that. That's Come a fuck, man. Wild. Oh man. Hey. Um, I saw. Who, who was it? Evan Turner came out and said he would. It said he wants to fight now to represent NBA better than than Nate Robinson did. But Evan Turner can fight though. Can he? No. I was gonna say, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he might. Evan Turner don't look like he don't. He gonna back down. I mean, I ain't never really seen him go at nobody, but like anyway. LeBron, and he got dunked on. But other than that, I, I just don't think he's. Don't get me wrong. You'd be surprised. Now that was one of the things that Stephen Jackson and some of them were saying is, uh, yeah, make the NBA players look bad. But a lot of these NBA players don't really want to smoke when it's time for the smoke it's only because they know that there's lights cameras and it's it's action and obviously you get suspended you get doc paid whatever that may yeah. be you know what I mean but but it's a different skill too first and I mean, foremost there are certain motherfuckers who don't give two shits there are certain people in the league you can name them the Zach Randolphs the Steven Adams the certain the Joe Prisbillas you know the KGs the, yeah. the there's there was certain J.R. Riders there was certain motherfuckers if you Okay, this I, is what you want to do. I get that. I, I understand the tenacity aspect of that. Uh-huh. But boxing is just a whole different game. Getting punched in the face is a whole different game. Oh, absolutely. You know? And so, and, and not to say that none of those guys could take a punch or, or you know, take a punch and still go forward First, or stay, stamina, still staying around. Cardio. But yeah, it's just. Have you, have you, have you one a, of you guys boxed at all? I have not. No, no. Man, it's, it's, it's a different skill. It's a totally it's different, a different skill. Your, uh, athleticism and reg- regular athleticism, and it doesn't just translate to the no. same skill exactly. sets and engagement in boxing. Same thing with it's, wrestling. Same thing with Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, yeah, MMA, It's a all different type shit, of coordination. Right? It's a different type. You're engaging different muscles to even get in an appropriate stance, yeah. boxing stance. I yeah. mean, we've seen we've seen insanely talented people go into UFC and get crushed because they just don't have... It's yeah. just a different then, skill set. Yeah, it's a different skill set. It's totally a different, different type, than boxing. So. It's a different type of conditioning. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, you know, a basketball player can run up and down a court all he wants to, but spinning around, moving his feet like that, shuffling back and forth, changing stances throwing his hands out there like that, ducking, moving his head side to side, all that mm-hmm. stuff. Sitting That's down. Just a, it's just such a different, yeah, exactly, sitting down in the pocket, everything. Mm-hmm. It's just a, it's such a different skill set. It's such a different set of cardiovascular exercise mm-hmm. that you just don't develop out of the gate. You just don't develop it yeah. in six months, yeah. right? And and you see that, and you could see that with Nate Robinson. He was getting, he was, I mean, no, I mean, the fight should have been over no before that. He the, was even just off balance, man. Why are you? Well, the fight should have been over before that. Through him, and, mm-hmm. and it just you were you were trying to end him, and 
it just showed that this dude knew enough. He knew enough. He knew his combinations. He knew enough. He, he knew he enough for Nate. He knew and enough. He knew exactly. more than enough for Nate. Yeah. Well, and he's he's been uh, he's. <laughs> He's good friends with that YouTube boxer, the uh, Ryan Garcia or whatever his name well, is, who is a legitimate boxer, and then is also a, like a YouTube a YouTube too. star, right? But that's who that's who Jake Paul trains with. Jake Paul uh, trains yeah. with that guy. Well, he said so this is what he wants hands. to do. He exactly. said uh, subsequently that this is what I want to do. I'm going to continue. I've been wanting to and do this. Not? I've been he's really, worth, really he's training. I'm taking this seriously. He said he wants to fight. Yeah. Put him on the map. Oh, he yeah. said he he's wants to fight Conor McGregor. That put him on the map. The, that put him on the map. He's the winner of the night for sure. Oh, yeah. I, I, I mean, absolutely. That that's going to propel him into another fight that, yeah. that becomes that. And I think he's probably going to lose his next fight because he's going to get somebody that he might not be. He should not hey, be in the ring. Right. In, well, in he's already ring. said that he Ooh. wants to fight Conor McGregor, as I just said. Yeah, that, I don't that, think that, that would ever happen. I mean, I don't know. You don't want that smoke, I don't think that would ever happen. But I bet you an actual fighter is going to come out and say, "Hey, I'll take it," and and box him and knock him the fuck out. Conor would try some new shit on him. No, I think Connor. Connor is a better striker than he would ever be, ever. Because hey, Connor's been doing it for a long time, right? He said, Not necessarily only boxing, but he's been doing it for a long time. I would like to take this time to apologize to absolutely <laughs> nobody. <laughs> absolutely, I lost my mind no when he said that. Fucking no one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, what else is on you guys' mind? Twenty twenty one is on its way in. What do you guys feel? How you guys feeling about twenty twenty one? I think twenty twenty one. I don't know, man. Do you guys feel optimistic? I, I know you got to feel optimistic about life, but what are your what's your pre, what's your uh, prediction for the vibe in twenty twenty one? How do you feel? <laughs> uh, my, I think that uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm not, measuring I'm not, it all the same. Yeah, I'm not terribly looking forward to twenty twenty one. Is too close to twenty twenty, and in twenty twenty, we ain't really solved nothing. So mm-hmm. at this point, I'm looking at twenty twenty one as something that's too close to twenty twenty, yeah. and in a mindset that, okay, the only thing that I look forward to is the weather changing, you know, mm-hmm. and, and hopefully some bills changing and stopping and and and. Well, maybe the. Maybe the vaccine's doing something to opening things up again. I mean, you know, the this, vaccine it, won't even have a have an impact on the whether you're going to take it or not. The act, the vaccine really won't have an impact on the masses until summer, approaching summer. Yeah, yeah. You know, what I mean, that's yeah, yeah. when enough people will be affected. Will have and been vaccinated then, yeah. for us to even get an idea. And I won't be anywhere near that first batch. So, <laughs> with that, none said, of us will. Yeah. Uh, I just see 2021 as a another opportunity to take advantage of things that you have. Absolutely. I mean, in keeping with what, piggybacking off of what you said, 2020 is the exposure. 2021 is the solution situations. If you, you know, ain't moving in 2021, then you, you've been okay, wasting time. you're comfortable with yeah. 2020's results. Yeah, you're wasting time, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, it doesn't matter such what a, you do. There is such a confluence of issues in 2021, obviously election year, um, racial injustice, and then this pandemic. So, I mean, there's it's been a, yeah. it's been a as you said, a, a straight storm, a hurricane of, of issues. But like I said, at the end of the day, we still, I'm still grateful to still be here, and we all got to find a way to thrive. I'm just wondering, how do we, um, where do we, where do we, 
start bolstering our quality of life. Everybody, 2020 has been a year of sacrifice. Uh, you know, it's protection, yep. it's protection and somewhat survival. You know, I, I, and I, again, I want to be sensitive to the language. Nobody's in, you know, nobody's. It was the unknown, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, half this year was, was uh, everything was, it, there was so much unknown about the virus. There's so much unknown about, um, you know, whether the statistics were correct. You know, there's a lot of, lot of fake news coming from all different directions saying, saying it's more deadly, saying it's less deadly, all that stuff. So, so people just didn't trust anything, right? And, and a lot of people were just staying home because of it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and yeah, I think, that, I think that going into 2021, I think we'll, unfortunately, you know, it, people are going to be in that new normal kind of uh, attitude. Mm-hmm. And so then it won't. There won't be as much pushback about new things. New normals I think. will just be old normals, or just be yeah, the norm. Right? I mean, it, it'll just be. It'll just be. People will be used to it. And and you know, when you have you have a random pain in your in your foot or something like that, mm-hmm. you limp on it for a while, and then you get used to walking with it, right? And so we got a new limp. <laughs> yes, that oh, we do. Man, I mean, shit, a, an eight and a half trillion dollar limp. So. Um, yeah, the fine. I mean, there. Yeah, and then we still haven't. Yeah, I mean, we're going to we be still, suffering ramifications financially as a country, mm-hmm. right? As a country for generations. I, I mean, a, a couple generations. It's going to be thirty years before, before if if things get back on track, it's going to be thirty years before we erase some of the the shit that's gone on against the you know with the economy this year. All right. So we've made it through Thanksgiving. Do you guys have any Christmas plans? Same thing as I did for Christmas, uh, for Thanksgiving. Just chilling? Yeah, just in, staying with... In, in, staying, an intimate holiday, close. huh? Intimate. I stopped by, saw my mom, my sister. My brother drove up because they were helping some people move. So they were there for a quick little hot second. So I was with them for about an hour, grabbed my sweet potato pie. <laughs> <laughs> you got a patty little bell pie? Oh, to go pie, yeah. For me only. I, uh, let me interrupt you for a quick second, and also um, I, I, and give uh, some recognition and thanks to uh, Trevor, man. That was oh yeah, that clap was, it up. For yeah, Trevor. that was the hall right there. Nah, nah, man, man, we don't need to do that. I oh. mean, it was still cool, oh, man. It, 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 that's cool, we man. Do. It's, it's it's a rare breed. Where does that come from? Where did you like? I know I know that didn't stop. Basically, if you guys don't know, Trevor uh, made a very generous donation of some uh, some provisions for. Um, to go to some people. I who, bought a few turkeys and, yeah. and Ryan cooked them up for me. And, and oh no 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 no! That's a whole separate. <laughs> we gotta clap it up moment. Let's clap it up for Ryan. Yes, clap it up for Ryan. Makes the turkeys. No no no! I was just doing my those part. pictures. Those pictures look good. If I could invest in Elon Musk making phones with <laughs> Apple, that could be scratch and sniff because those motherfuckers look. It smelled amazing. Yes. Yeah, I'm just looking at the picture yeah, yeah, on the phone. Some slight work. Some slight work. Did you have any? any uh, uh, wait, no, no, no. no not didn't. did you have any. Is did you have any left? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I took a turkey neck and put it in some collard greens, and yeah. that was pretty good. But no, other than that, I didn't uh, I didn't need any of the turkeys. I wanted to give them to the family's whole untampered. Mm-hmm. But the feedback was good. Uh, it was overwhelmingly good. But again, that's that pales in comparison to the just the the, the sentiment and the generosity. So yeah, again, glad. I want to know, man, because that's that, that's not just a one time. That's not a, an anomaly with you. I noticed that that's just you're very um, you, you're a very benevolent person. You know, you're an asshole, but you're really a benevolent <laughs> person. So, like, where did that? Where do you think that that spirit came from? Where, where, where um, what influences you? What what compels you to to be to be that way? 
Man, I think I think that uh, that even that that desire came from a, a lot of different places. Probably, I mean, I, th- I think there's a few different a few different parts of uh, of my life that have shaped me to want to do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, probably first and foremost, uh, you know, growing up religious, growing up in a in a Christian family. I think that um, we've tried to treat people well, and, mm-hmm. and growing up, even though. We, we we weren't poor growing up, but we we didn't we weren't crazy well off or anything like that. But we still did stuff for other people, and we would we would volunteer time. And I mean, I, I always I know I've I've mowed lawns for different people's houses and stuff like that that couldn't do it. You know, old ladies and stuff like that. My parents would just send me to somebody's house and mm-hmm. say, "Take this and and mow the lawn and stuff like that." So um, it's always I think part of it has come from my parents, and then um, I think another part of that has come from. Uh, Coach Pittman mm-hmm. and, and Peninsula Wrestling Club. I mean, uh, Coach has been—he's one of the most benevolent people I've ever met. I mm-hmm. mean, it, you know, he—he's been coaching that club since I want to say 1967 or 1966. Sure. And as I mean, growing up, I wrestled there. I was there five nights a week, eleven months a year, from 1993 until. 2008 when I went to college Mm -hmm. and then came back and I went there for a few years fairly fairly frequently when I came back from college um, just to kind of give back some time but um, in that entire time I never saw Coach Pittman miss a single practice I mean he was there every Monday, Tuesday Wednesday, Thursday and Friday Mm -hmm. he was at every tournament every weekend doing everything he was at national tournaments and everything I mean he was giving his life to that his time the thing and, that you and, can never replace his yeah, purpose and that yeah. his and and passion and he was so passionate about uh he was so passionate about um giving people the skill and ability to to give back to others too right i mean he he was he always preached about um being so proud that so many of the wrestlers that he used to coach would come back and and volunteer their time in the club mm-hmm. and I think me growing up seeing these guys come back from college and volunteer their time to coach and volunteer their time to to wrestle with these little kids and teach these little kids all the basics and stuff like that that they learned from Coach Pittman and and just pass that on. I think that that kind of was just ingrained in anybody yeah. that really fed into that mm-hmm. uh, that lifestyle, mm-hmm. right? And I mean, I, we've seen we've seen it with tons of guys that are I mean are big name guys that ha- have have businesses and 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 all kinds of stuff going on for them and they come back to the club and they just coach this wrestling club this free wrestling club at peninsula rest you know uh peninsula park in portland i mean it's uh it i think it just was ingrained in me. of your environment yeah man right? I mean, well man shout out to you bro i mean honestly man i'm in i'm in awe i'm in awe oftentimes i don't say it enough but i'm in awe in, in terms of the some of the things your initiatives you know i, I, I appreciate I, that i, I think I, it's, that. I think it's really really dope you know i mean especially when it's not even selfishness. Uh, selfishness. Selfishness. I mean, unfortunately, we are in a very self-serving society. It yeah. seems, you know, and uh, you know, and in these times, lean times, people are suffering. It's lean yeah. times for a lot of people, so it's, you know, well, it's, no. it's time to hunker down and you know, yeah. and really, really stack up for for a lot of different people. But even in that, even within that paradigm, to find ways to to, um, you know 
do something. To just feeling, give. Yeah, to give. It's and be not even giving back. You just give it. Yeah, that's just that's, man. That's just crazy, selfless. man. It's nothing to be taken for granted. And I'm just happy. I'm happy you're on my uh, on my spot. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, and, uh, I'm, I was happy to do it. Friend and a brother. For sure. I mean, another part of that was uh, I feel fortunate that I haven't missed any time with work or anything like that. Mm. I've just had instead of being in the office now, I'm just having to work from home, and so uh, my paycheck hasn't necessarily been affected. Amber's paycheck has because she owned sure. the business and had had to shut it down yeah. for a long time. Yeah. But you know, in the overall grand scheme of things, I mean, I just I feel fortunate of where I am in life now because so many other people volunteered time or volunteered their efforts or or you know just provided with me and all my teammates with you know with opportunities and stuff like that and so if if i can ever do do that for somebody else i i try to take that opportunity from time well to time done, just because yeah. i don't mean to put you on the spot by bringing that up i hope, <laughs> oh, you, don't, I, I, I hope you don't mind but i just no, i, I, I couldn't cool let that. that go without hey, man, uh, gotta give him his flowers man for sure. Give him his flowers. for sure man it's a like i said it's an inspiration it's not even inspiration it's kind of just like uh it just um hey let's double it next year yeah, let's do that. Yeah, let's it's, let's make it a goal to double it yeah, this year. I, I, How about that? I, yeah, Nino Brown, Nino Brown with the turkeys. I'm with turkeys. that. Uh, Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, Marshawn. Lynch. Hey, we can go to Hawaii and hand out turkeys. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to uplift my community. <laughs> no, it's cool, man. That's really cool, bro. Uh, sorry to get off topic. It just, no, it's, I, fine. it's just something. No, no, that's it's, fine. Uh, as I, we were I, talking I about that, uh, as we were talking about that, and talking about COVID and stuff like that, um, and kind of how people have been affected. Um, I do have a question. Like, I wanted to know what uh, what do you miss the most about quote unquote normal life prior to COVID? Social interaction, yeah. the freedom to have yeah. normal and free social interaction. I love meeting new people. Is yeah. is is much of a I mean, of I don't a know. Like, as you are yeah, I mean, like I don't know. I, I'm not an inch. I, I guess I'm just the weird cross section of I, I'm a people person that doesn't necessarily like people. Yeah, <laughs> people. you're an introvert. You're, you're an extrovert on your terms. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm fickle. I'm, ve- I'm a very yeah. I'm a very fickle person. I guess would be the best best way yeah. to put it. You know, what I mean, I love who I love. I love good interactions, but I have no time for bullshit. I agree. You know, so. Yep. Um, but that being said, I I'm I love people. I love life. I have a zeal for life. I love meeting new people I love brand new interactions yeah. I love the excitement about being excited about a new person right. you know what I mean when you meet and somebody and you're a traveler too yeah I, I mean do. you like to travel I too and I, and I can imagine that's I probably do. fairly I do. tough as I well do. I'm a, I do and you know I'm, I'm on the germaphobe scale but I do like physical touch I'm, yeah. you know so I would say social interaction is the, is the thing that I'm really really missing the most yeah. in terms of just being able to have the luxury of you know popping it having a conversation with somebody I've never had a conversation mm-hmm. with before and a good you know and I like to learn I like to learn from people yep. you know that's yep. another that's another thing so i agree with that i would also add to that on top of those those things he just mentioned uh sports or just the physical yep. being able to get out and go play football mm. or yep. like our season yeah. or just going to go hoop like there's just times where it's just like i wish motherfuckers knew how nice this jumper was you know yeah. just <laughs> and, you know when you just think about yeah. it like when you're trying to go to sleep it's like man i really haven't shot a basketball and Almost a year. Kind of yep. Things we take for granted, huh? When there used to be a when it, it a no, no. day I couldn't go a day without shooting a basketball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I remember those times, and so when you really start to look at, you know, whether you look at it from the Bible standpoint of, you know, when, as a child you did child things, and yeah. then you you grew up and you mm-hmm. put away childish things. Well, something as simple as 
shooting a basketball is not yeah. necessarily a child thing. No, you know, but that's, that's competition. That's, too. A, that's feeding. That's, that's an feeding exercise. another. Yes, that's a that's a it's a mental game to that. Now there's analytics. There's numbers. You know, there's people I that totally get identify, I totally identify with what you what you're saying. Right. Right then, now. Then, a, go ahead. No, sorry. Keep going. No, there's a time. There's a time when I used to ask. Oftentimes when I would meet people, I would ask. You know, at a, an appropriate point. Point. Uh, like, tell me. If you could, other than being born or having a child, what are the two most pivotal things that have affected your life? And for a long time, I would ask that question and I would get really, really interesting answers, you know, until one day I realized, oh, man, let me let me analyze my answer to that same question. And and before it was kind of a surface answer. But then I realized that, you know, I suffered a knee injury Mm -hmm. and I and, and that injury. Had, would probably be one of the most pivotal experiences in my life and to connect it to what you're saying is just because I identify with what you're saying with because basketball was my therapy and yeah. at a certain point release my, man it was my social interaction it yeah. was my physical release it was my ang- it was my meditation it was it was just everything you know what I mean there's yeah. times when you played six hours of basketball yeah. a day every six, day you know what I mean day you know what I mean it's just all what we day. doing you know, and then it evolved from kids to growing up. We smoking and drinking forties and going to hooping. You know, <laughs> you know we, women. You oh, know, man, yeah, all of the ab- all of the above. So yep, then, when I hurt my knee and not being able to do that, my whole body changed. That was my activity. You know, what I mean, it kept me. It just changed. It changed the game for me. So I totally get what you're coming from in terms <laughs> of basketball. Is is kind of like life. Uh, I agree. In, in a certain I agree. Extent, to a certain extent. I, I would. I would have to. Yeah, uh, probably second what Junior said about the the competition aspect, right? The, uh, I, I haven't been on a wrestling mat, you know, this entire year. I haven't been on a wrestling mat for since probably midway through last year. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but, I would go to a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu club mm-hmm. and roll with people there. When's the last time you did it? And I want to say probably January. Right. And um, I miss. <laughs> Not beating the shit out of somebody, right? Like I don't miss beating, like hurting somebody. Just having an opportunity somebody. to beat. Uh, but I, I, I miss, sport. I miss just that just nature. It's that human fight, nature, right? That yeah. primal fight, that yeah. primal competition. I can get that. And episode. and I miss, I miss that. Um, I miss, not that, not to say, you know, I miss just rolling around with guys, but it's like <laughs> it's it's just beating the shit out of each other, right? It's that it's putting yourself in that pain and and feeling that uh, that pain and. I don't know, and that might be something that is ingrained in me from Most <laughs> wrestling. Most definitely has to be. I'll play. answer that for you. It is. Yeah. but I mean, you know, I miss that. I miss, I miss, you know, getting bloody noses and bloody lips, and and you know that that combat aspect of man. It's no different than being than, than uh, service people, men and women who who serve overseas, Go to and combat, they come back, and yeah. all of a sudden they sign up for more because it's like. What I do over there, I'm more comfortable with yeah. than what I'm coming back here to do, and I just rather go be. Golly, some pa- some people find yep. peace living in hell. Yeah, you know deep. what I mean. Yep, like, for sure. Oh man! That, that, if you said I was born in the dark. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, well, hey, I mean, I okay. That, I desire that though. I, I mean, I, I, I. One mantra that Coach Pittman had, had always uh, would chant to us when we were you know crying and sweating and and bleeding and and uh you know it 
and complaining in wrestling practice was that embrace of Pat. We always called it embrace Pat. You mm-hmm. got to love Pat. What's Pat an acronym for? Pat was an acronym for pain, agony, and torture. Mm-hmm. And coach, that's the mentality of you wrestlers are some. <laughs> guys are, we're some. We're a fucked up group man, of people, man. That's why but, I was but, like, man, you wrestlers are but crazy. But you got to be a different kind of person. But but at the same time, when you think about uh, the the lesson of that is you know kind of um, it's something that I live I live my life by is um, that. Life is suffering, and and if you can embrace that, and you know that life's not just going to be easy, mm-hmm. then you can you are more prepared to just take on the tough aspects of you life. Eliminate that come at you eliminate a right? lot of little shit that really can affect you. You know, a lot of people let the surface things affect them, well, and and that was going to be what I was getting ready to say yeah. uh, a minute ago, um, which it actually ties into it is in today's time. What we're seeing is a lot of people who have only faced adversity on a surface level. So it's superficial, yeah. yeah you're yeah. right. And so now that shit, the super, the firestorm is is shown up. Yeah. Where it's hell. Where the people that are used to this, that we're calm, fight or flight. Yeah, right. We're, we're calm in this because this is what we know. But for people who don't know, who've never been in this type of shit, who've the never panic. had the Oh, they're they're showing if they are built to last, and a lot of them aren't. You know, just the just the makeup. Of, I mean, or not even last. It, it might not even be built to last. It might just be just don't. They lack the knowledge of how to overcome adversity, right? They haven't okay, ever that's had what to, I'm, that's what I'm right? trying to get And, at, and yeah. there are some people that just aren't built to last, and and it's really unfortunate about this that there's a massive spike in suicides because people are. Are they panic in life, right? They, they I panic was, in, I mean, in this. I wish I would like to know the numbers between people who are well off and that do that that commit suicide versus the people who aren't well off. Maybe so. I don't know how much of the. I don't know. I, look, I don't want to. I don't want to speak yeah. out of my jurisdiction because I really don't know. I haven't done a lot of it, but I. I I, golly, I mean, I, yeah, I guess circumstances, but we know that mental health is the, the driving force yeah. behind uh, suicide. I don't think that, you know, I, definitely a lot of contributing factors and experiences and circumstantial, but then there's other aspects of, uh, of, uh, yeah. of mental health that don't have anything to do with how much money you have. Well, of course, or, you but, know what but I mean? lack like, of social interaction is a huge oh, part of, uh, that's a huge part of mental health, and, and I think that that's, that affects people big time. What did Jason say? Jason said once that if a baby isn't touched with a certain amount of time, they'll, 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 they might perish. Yep. I don't know if that's true yeah. or not, but when, I, they, I, when they're born, yeah, I've heard something like that. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that. I don't know. Uh, the I don't, I don't, know, that, I don't know if that's true, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 a definitely an interesting exposure. And don't get me wrong, I feel uh, I say with a great deal of gratitude and, and um, humility that I've lived for by all for all account by all accounts a charmed life you know what i mean i never doubted the love of both my parents they i didn't have to deal with any type of addiction in my household you know or anything like that so i feel really really fortunate but i also have never been far from being able to empathize and connect with the pain and all that doesn't mean that that's my experience but who feels and who feels it knows it you know what i mean we've all experienced hardship disappointment pain to a certain degree it's just a matter of like you said what tools have you been given to deal with those particular we all come from an athletic background. I think yep. that that gives us a little bit of an edge in terms of that, you know, in Absolutely. terms of, um, you know, just uh, whether you call it self-discipline or tenacity or... or um, but it's, awful, it's also just overcoming obstacles, right? Yeah. I mean, w- when, you're, when you're on a sports team or you're, or you're participating in a solo sport or whatever, 
there's gonna there's always obstacles that are in front of you, whether it's an opponent, mm-hmm. right, or or a skill that you need to to overcome, like or a skill gap that you need to overcome, right? Yeah. And that's and, and I think that um, you know there's a lot of people out there that with that don't have that I don't know that medium, right? That medium of whether it, whether it be a skill that they're developing, whether it be you know music skills or anything like that, um, or, or sports. And I think there's a lot of people out there that just haven't had to do that. Right? But they then there's keep... a lot of people who um, that lack thereof, whether mm-hmm. it be finances, whether it be love, whether it be whatever, that's also their motivating force as well. Oh, you know absolutely. What I mean? So there's a yeah. lot of people who just because of their, the hardship drives them and propels them yep. way, 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 way beyond yeah. the person who's had everything handed to them. Yep. So, uh, you know, I guess, I, I don't know, I think it's all about the individual ultimately and, you know, how you yep. how you deal with the cards that you've been given. You know, and what you're willing to receive. And what you're willing to receive because as you grow and you learn, you're going to learn that everything you know might not be right. So you have to be willing to be or that's humility, yes, right? Adapt that's humility. Overcome, as right? I'm, as yeah, I'm, yeah. as I'm maturing, one thing I will tell you for sure is the more I learn, the less I know. Yeah. That's one oh, thing. Absolutely. Yeah, that's one yeah. thing I'll say for certain. Yeah. And and thankfully, thank God, because you know, my mom said this. My mom dropped a jewel a bar the other day, and she said, "I want to be right, but not rotten." Mm-hmm. You know, and I was just like, "Boy, I never heard that, but that makes a lot of sense." You know, mm-hmm. in yep. terms of that, because who wants to be saturated? Who wants to be a super saturated to the point where you can't receive anything? That's absolutely. that's that's no way to be. You know, I mean, I think that's that's the step before your exit up out of here when you can't be useful to yourself or anybody else, right? Yep. Right. Yep. Yeah. And kind of getting back to that, uh, like life is suffering or whatever you want to call it, uh, you know, my, that mantra that I was talking about. Um, uh, and I don't necessarily mean that just life sucks and it just sucks overall. Right. Cause it's not, it's that life is the greatest gift we could ever be given is, is to be able to live, to have oh, the opportunity sure. to live. Right. Yeah. But, but when you, if you live your life expecting that there's going to be hardship, mm-hmm. I think that you adapt and overcome and react to that hardship in a, in a better way than if that hardship just surprises you out of nowhere. Right. Because when I'm, if I'm, if I'm preparing for something and I know that there's going to be an issue that arises that I have to overcome when that issue comes up, I know that I've been preparing for it. I'm ready for it. But if an issue comes up that I'm have not prepared for, and I wasn't ready for, I know that it's much tougher for me to overcome situations like that when I'm not prepared. Hmm. And so, and I think that that's kind of, you know, what I, what I was getting at when I talk about like embracing Pat, right? Pain, agony, and torture. It's a mentality. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a mentality. It translates to every aspect and every facet. And it's evident in the way you mean you move and the way you do. I mean, I, obviously I see it. I mean, <laughs> I know your mentality. I have a, I have a lot of confidence in you in terms of your skill sets and, yeah. the, and your ability to develop skill sets on the fly quickly. Well, and it worked know? out in the nightclub too, right? Yeah. I mean, sure. I, I, I like I pride myself on never panicking. That's an important right? thing. And, you know, and, we've worked that we've worked that job. You know, I mean, there's tough yeah. guys. Tough guys don't always do the best in that job. And, I'd rather have somebody who's and, common sense, uh, who knows how to apply yep. common sense and and, and knows how to uh, respond appropriately <clears throat> at the right time. And we know? worked we worked some, with some guys that panicked that would Jeez. freeze. We, I've seen you know I've seen on on a few occasions I've seen on a few occasions somebody get in my face or start fighting with me and the person that is next to me on my team supposed to have my back and and try to handle the situation 
freezes and just stands there and looks at what's going no, on. Oh, you a sucker. Right? And I, I've, I've oh, seen man. that. But I've seen people happen. panic and, and right? start throwing punches too. You know what I yeah. mean? It's like, oh, we're not doing that yet. We're not, yeah. <laughs> we're not here yet. We're not here there's, yet. There's hey, those man. guys out there too. It's crazy. Well, but, I'm glad it ain't nobody sitting right here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. You know what I mean? I mean? Nobody's perfect, but hey, man. Um, Jeez. By far, we talk at, we talk people out of way more fights than we ever got. That's the that's our best weapon is that we all had the ability to really just talk to people or hand them off to somebody who didn't mind talking to some. You know what I mean? Like it, it's it just made it that much easier. And, and, and you got to know when okay, I'm done talking to somebody, somebody yeah. else. Better come on. We knew that. And, we knew that line and, for this dude. You I know? mean, you've brought people down that mm-hmm. were pissing you off mm-hmm. and handed them off to me at the door yeah. and let me take yeah, care yeah, it, it, and it, just it, talk it, through because I'm coming with it with with no emotion from what you just went through. The thing about it is that the thing about it is all of us know that in the specific to the role that we're talking about you just got to eliminate ego. And I think that yes. that on the bigger on the bigger scheme of thing, you know, you know, ego that ego death is a whole nother ball game and yeah. it just makes you Big a time. real it makes you just a Big much time. more effective person. And it's how fast you can eliminate that. Mm-hmm. I won't go into that, you know, on the podcast just cuz of, you know, some of the personal stuff that I've been going through. Yeah. But I but I noticed I noticed a big a big uh, lapse in overcoming ego in that situation, right? And the person that was handling that situation could not let go of their ego to just admit when they were wrong. Yeah. And it ended up blowing up the whole situation. And, and, and so... You're uh, committed to some bullshit. That's terrible, man. That's a, that'll lead to your detriment. Yeah, right? And so, I mean, you know, it, it's important to, to have confidence, but, but, not let, but not let your confidence become... You your know, downfall. But what do you do when your confidence is a threat to people? When when people perceive your confidence, even if you're not acting arrogantly or you're not, it's just the way you carry yourself is a threat. I mean, unfortunately, I hate to take it back to that, but it is what it is. So you, you talk about discretion. Yeah. You you mentioned discretion, and that immediately took me to a situation where I was being harassed by a police officer. Mm-hmm. The the cop was out of his mind, like a, acting like a maniac. Put handcuffs on me and was asking me to do things you know what I mean that just didn't even that were completely and totally unnecessary he didn't need to be interacting with me to begin with but then at that point after he put me in handcuffs mind you I'm calm I haven't done anything I, I turned around and put my hands on my back, uh, behind my back for you to put these handcuffs on mm-hmm. you know what I mean They're, you know and then you want to threaten to shoot me or tase me. Yeah. My comment is, okay, well, you got the handcuffs on me, so I guess if you're going to tase me, that would be the appropriate time. I mean, I'll take 80000 for it. Uh, you know, I'll take a check for a tase for now, you know, I guess. And at that point, it galvanized him to make him, like, really realize. So his question to me is, are you a lawyer? No, I'm not a lawyer. I just have common sense. Yeah. Take it two steps further. Okay, after backup shows up, his cooler heads have prevailed. His cooler heads. He he sits me on the curb and he says, "Okay, if I take these handcuffs on me, offer you, are you gonna be cool?" Well, no, hold on. Let me, no, actually, if you take these handcuffs off of me, are you gonna be cool? Because I've been cool the whole time. Yeah. That's really the more important issue. You know, let's yeah. really look at it like that. So maybe let somebody else come take these handcuffs on me and you go cool off I and mean, drink, have a Gatorade. You know what I mean, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. My point yeah, being is that. Discretion is, and that's one thing that I told him after the interaction was done. I was like, "Hey, man, you gotta, you gotta, you threaten to tase me, so you got a taser, you got a gun, you got a radio. The most valuable, important weapon that you have is discretion. You, you, you're gonna make some really bad decisions if you, if you don't change, bro. You know, that was my parting word with him. But at the end do you of the think day, that officer's better off now? 
You think that yeah. maybe maybe that situation oh, yeah. he taught left him the, he dropped the nugget it, for him. It depends on if he was concrete or soil. You know, yeah. you know, some people are just stuck on stupid. I don't yep. know. You know what yep. I mean? But some things are time release capsules. He might have had needed to have a couple more experiences. You know, stuck on stupid. That's a good. Yeah, one. sometimes that's when you when you <laughs> stuck on stupid. Yeah, hey, like you said, concrete or soil. So if they concrete and and they don't take that seed and plant it and, and grow into it, well then they might stumble across that rock and that that yep. that stumble might be the one time that you need that fucks you up. So yep. regardless of whether it's a lesson or, or a blessing, you know, a gift. Or, you gonna get something from it, and yep. it'll, it'll, it's gonna come back in a way that you manifest it. Did you take his gift? Did you receive what he said? Because he didn't approach you in anger. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? He didn't approach you in a negative light. He approached you in a manner that, even in his life feeling threatened and danger, he still spoke life into yours. Yeah. Yep. And so, what does that say about a person when you know they can consider both? Well, and I think mm. another lesson that he probably could have learned out of that situation, the cop saying he, the cop. That these hands work? Cop. That's a well, lesson he right. could have learned, learned not too. Even, not right. even that, but, but that even when you're facing that situation and a situation that could have you know, been a threat to your life. It was. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a threat to your life, right? Even in that situation, you still, you still had enough compassion to say, this is something that you need to work on. Right. And you stay calm in that situation. Right. And so you were still you were still that level headed person that said that. Well, he said, fuck you in a nice way. Yeah, I I really pride myself on really insulting people and then making them say thank you and then losing sleep over it. That's one of the things. But the the issue bigger to that and what you're speaking to that is I have to put myself in a position. And this is literally my thought leaving that situation is what happens if that's my nephew and he's not equipped with the skill set to be able to. To, to say the right yeah. things to make you realize have, that you're yeah. pointing a gun at me. What if Literally. he doesn't have the same poise, right? Exactly. Yeah. So it goes you know a different mean? way. That's a whole different ballgame. What if what if I didn't want to be manhandled? I didn't want to be touched. I didn't want to be threatened, and I was done with it, and I was fed up with it. You yeah. know, that could have went, and I could have still been just as right, but it, with a different outcome. And I, you know, my family yep. could have been singing a whole different tune. Yep. So yeah, I mean, it does. It, it it does. I don't know, man. It's just different. But we got off. Of, we got. We kind of got off. The subject. <laughs> we did get off on a, on a tangent. There, uh, but, yeah. Um, but I, so, I think it all relates. I mean, um, you know, kind of going back to that and talking about maybe our time and you know while we were bouncing and everything. Um, one thing you said was, uh, or maybe I said it, but was um, you know we talked, we talked our way out of way more fights than we were ever in. Oh, yeah, for but sure. But we were in fights. Junior always says it. Um, what's, the, what's the most powerful <laughs> weapon? The one you don't have to shoot. Yeah, but we were in fights. That was another thing, though. We understood that there was a time when there was no other option. And, yeah, definitely. And, I mean, you, know, you always got to do it, but there's a difference between a mental fight the, and, but and, the, and... But that lets you that lets you know who we were. Then that means we were anomalies at that time. We were, though. I mean, look, look at how many people we had on our uh, come in and out of there that worked with us mm-hmm. that, I mean, we would recognize, okay, that guy just jumps the gun way too fast mm-hmm. and we got to let him go. Yeah, yeah, right? I, we can't have him around. Superman. Because we were a whole Boy, crew you're going to put us all in jeopardy. Yeah, right. We were a whole crew of people that didn't want to throw down. We didn't show up and want to fight every night. We showed up and we wanted to just have a good time, let everybody else in the building have a good time. Yeah. And go home at the end of the night and go get burritos. <laughs> <laughs> it's not about the burrito, yeah, for sure. But um, 
That's why yeah. this is like, man, those those tough guys and people, the brawlers and the and the man, you you're not effective. Yeah. You're not effective, and unfortunately, you know, there's a lot of people who who take that mentality into law enforcement and and uh, and being a CEO and this and, that and the other. And it, you know, I mean, it's maybe four out of five, maybe four out of ten times, it, it might propel you. But I think, like I said, yeah. ultimately, it's gonna be it's gonna lend itself to your demise. Um, you just gotta have a. Uh, you have you have to come from a compassionate uh, and, emp- and empathetic point, and yep. in a point of humility, no matter and how you approach everything in life. I think you know. Um, well, it's respect of each other, right? I mean, you gotta respect other human beings. Well, it we comes from. I think people look at respect differently, so I think they should receive respect differently. If a lot of people yourself. don't want to. Yeah, and, and and a lot of people don't respect themselves. And the only way that you get respect from yourselves, I mean. If they got codes in prisons at, at this point they should have codes in streets and in society where at this you should learn you know one way or the other that there's just certain things that you don't do you don't need to see somebody you know get spit on to know that these hands work that's full circle that comes back to not enough people getting the shit slapped out you damn skippy there's enough which you one know, you want there's enough situations out there where, pe- where people you, people get you would get more respect are too comfortable disrespecting somebody because uh, this litigious society that we live Man, in, where where somebody can't just get the shit kicked out of them, and and, and, and you might learn get a couple respect. sick days. They might uh, allow you three business, three work days to stay home and heal up if you got a black eye or something <laughs> after you get your ass kicked. They should yeah, make that a new law. Sure. Maybe some people will square hey, up. Man, like Dick Gregory said, man, do you want to hurt me more than you want to put food on your family's uh, on, on your family's table? Right, you know. Yeah. Is that more important to you? Some people it is. Stay alive, hey, man. We all, everybody's got a breaking point. There's things that I will die for. I believe. Yeah, I believe that we all have our principles, and but it's not going to be as a grown man. What I'm not going to let happen is another person control my energy. That's yeah. one thing I can do. You know, wise you know, words. You know, I'm just not going to. I'm just not going to let you, you sound, have that. Sounding like a libertarian over there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not going to give somebody that type of authority over it's a me. Free thinker. <laughs> hey. So hey, I'm all about free thought. The onset of that, how let's bring it on the way back. Yep. Junior answered. I answered. Your answer wasn't complete. But what is the thing that you're missing the most uh, in this um, COVID? Well, I think I said I agree with both of you on the um, the social aspect and everything. Um, another thing that I miss is, uh, I mean, you know, it kind of comes back to it's just adult interaction, right? Because most of the time, I just, I mean, I interact with emails Mm -hmm. I interact with my computer a lot right Mm -hmm. and then i interact with my son who is you know a little bit under three (laughs) and so and i you know as much as i absolutely love that you know i also love this us us talking and getting into discussions that are deeper than talking about what's on the tv or talking about the tower that he just built or you know stuff like that like i I like getting deeper and so um it one thing I've really missed is having having those deep discussions that we used to have fairly often before we just, you know, couldn't really get together all the time, right? Yeah. And then, you know, now we have this, we have this podcast and we're kind of rekindling that a little bit. Big time. And, and well, I mean, actually, invaluable. not even a little bit, you know, we're rekindling that and now it's a, you know, now it's a giant bonfire of, of, uh, discussion and and <laughs> shit talking and a rager, you know, shit talking and everything, right? So I, I think you know that was the biggest thing I missed was just that, uh, and it's 
I know it's the same thing that you said, but it was that social interaction of just it's being a big, around It's a big people. thing, I mean, man. Yeah. And even before that, we weren't necessarily hanging out all the time. But we had that freedom to go and do things when we, I mean, when I we did like have always miss right? what you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? You and so we took that for granted. Yeah. We took that for granted. And at least I know I did. I took that for granted. And what I, and I didn't junior? take enough time. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, you're sorry. I, I didn't hear what you said. <laughs> I, was yeah, funny. I said, I mean, I like y'all, but. I... <laughs> 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 no, bro. You're, you're, yeah. Yeah, you're right about taking things for granted, you know, and definitely uh, you. Hey, walking around without a mask. Mm. I took that for granted, too. And I don't, I don't weird, do it as man. much now, but I, I mean, I don't really go out all that much anyway. So <laughs> I don't go outside. I mean, like literally, I don't. Yeah, I mean, just the freedom, the freedom to be able to fill your time in different yep. ways. You know, I mean, they're having, you know, whether it be going to sit in a movie theater or most of us are all three of us are super competitors. But so, yep. I mean, I, man, I, w- I would like to go bowling. Ooh. I tried yoga. Did Wow. Hey. Little, I love yoga. I flow, do yoga. Little flow, yeah. I, I did the little I zoom. I do yoga thing. right here. You did some zoom morning. yoga. It was on Zoom, boy. Oh, hey, nice. look. Let me tell you. This, uh, shout out to her. I had to step off screen. Really? It taxed you a little bit, huh? I'm gonna put this on wax. Hey, yoga is not hear, easy. They hear it. Listen. So I mean, it's a it's a culmination of movements and, and different workouts and things. It's, I think it's called flow. So it's a, there's yeah, different yeah. stretches and different stuff like that, right? Okay. But they're all concurrent, right? They go right into one right after flow. the next. So right? is it so like a cardio, cardiovascular? Or was it, oh, did, yeah. Did it's, your heart it was a, yeah. Yeah, it's more wow. like a, a workout type of thing, right? And so fuel, fuel yoga, that's fuel. what it's called. Okay. Gotcha. And so... Uh, bro, we probably 30 minutes into it and I had just chugged a little bit of water. I woke up Bong rip, no food. Oh, you want to try? Yep, I'm zooming in right now. Zoom. Let's do it. Zoomed yeah. in, right? Beam me in, right? Bro, I start feeling nauseous. Oh, <sighs> lactic acid. Hey, stretch. Stretching Ran to will the do bathroom. To I was like, you know what? <laughs> Just get it out, bro. Hey, Don't people no throw up all the time. After threw it. that shit up. Yeah. Went right back in there and finished that shit up. I was sore for a couple. I'm still sore for. Yep. From really, it. but. It you like me. it? Hell yeah. And I can do it from the comforts of my own home. Mm-hmm. And all I got to do is just zoom in. Good for you, man. Yeah. Amber and, I, Amber and I have been doing, uh, we've been doing um, meditation sessions at You night mentioned that earlier to today. Asleep. Yeah, when I was speaking to you earlier, to you mentioned asleep. that. Yeah, nice. we've been doing, you know, because we've, we've been stressed out with all that other stuff going on in our yeah. lives. And so, um, you know, it, to help us kind of overcome that, we've been, uh, we've been doing you know, like sleep meditation thing, you know, things where it's just like breathing courses or whatever, right? You know, yeah. just paying attention to your breath and taking deep breaths and holding them in and the then diaphragm. exhaling really slowly and stuff like that. But you're, you're thinking about your breath and you're trying to get everything else out of your mind, right? Mm-hmm. And man, I mean, it's a 20 minute session. I don't, I've probably not made it past, you know, 10 minutes Why? each time. Fall asleep. Really? Cause, yeah, because we, we lay down on the bed. It's, it's before we're ready to go to bed, right? And mm-hmm. we lay down on the bed, and you lay down on your back, you know, you get as comfortable as you possibly can, right? And then you go through these breathing exercises and everything and just try to clear your mind. And That's really interesting. For me, I'll lay down, but then I'll be thinking about the 800 million other yeah. things going on in my life. Can't get your mind to turn that off. That I can't turn off. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so I, I end up laying in bed. I'll lay down at 9 o'clock, and I'll fall asleep at 11.30. Mm. And then I'll wake up at 4.30, right, without an alarm. Mm-hmm. And so 
And so, you know, we've been trying to take different steps to try to, you know, alleviate some of that stress and anxiety and stuff like that that we've been having. And, uh, and yeah, it's crazy. I mean, Amber, how long have you been doing this? How many times? I think we've done it three times. Um, we just started it last week. So, um, <clears throat> where'd you know, learn this practice? Well, how did you become? What, yeah, what we were particularly to um, anxious this week, right? Mm-hmm. You sure. know, in the last in the last week, and we were you know having you know particularly st- stressed out, and so sure. um, we were looking for ways to try to alleviate some of that, and um, you know this was one of them, Scary and it was way. talking about you know because both of us would sit on our phones and just like our minds would be so active after we'd laid down for bed that we wouldn't end up falling asleep for a couple hours. And oh, that's just not healthy to lay there and I, sit on your phone and I wish be stressed girl, and everything, right? She may hear this. Uh, if you hear this, hey, then. It's huge. I hear mean, that. It's, it's really funny because I was. Are you channeling her? Are you meditating right now? Come on, man. We're speaking into existence. Right. Well, what was funny if you is. hear this, hear that. I was, I was thinking about some stuff I wanted to do the next day for work, like mm-hmm. on my work computer and everything. And I was thinking about that stuff. And, um, but then as this little like meditation session was going on, it was talking about how uh, to, to think about your breath going in and out of your chest and everything. And it was, it was saying like to count, your, count how long you're breathing in and then how long you hold your breath and then how long you're breathing out and everything. And, uh, and all of a sudden, all that stuff was out of my mind. And then, I mean, maybe five minutes later, I fell asleep. And so right. I fell asleep. My normal, like my average, you know, stressed out, anxious, fall asleep, you know, moment was probably anywhere between 11 and midnight. And it was like 9.30. Two hours of, yeah, uh, absolutely. two hours of angst versus three hours, three minutes. Is, yeah, that's a, um, absolutely. Wow. Now, I still woke up at 4.30, but I still had a, you know, extra hour and a half to two hours almost of, of sleep. So, you know, that's something we've been been doing too and that's been nice um and, so, yeah. so these are some of the um ways that we're coping yeah yeah, yeah. definitely good man good for you and i've been working out out here too i mean you know we're sitting in here in my garage on my on my workout mat on your workout man yeah. but you're always you're always you've always been pretty consistent you don't let too far too much time go between your, yeah. your workouts yeah. i start to feel really guilty if i haven't if i haven't made myself uh hurt yeah, you know, <laughs> that, that Pat. If I haven't visited Pat any time in the last you know week, I start feeling guilty. So, um, you know, gotta have some of that uh, agony and torture, and, and I just think that's important too. Yeah, um, yeah, man. I, you know, yourself. that's it's, I think you know going back to this, I think people who don't have a release or a way to release or some type of you know whether it be art or creativity or you know whatever whatever your outlet is. Whether you have one or whether you had one that has been taken away, you know that's a that's a rough situation for yeah. a lot of people to deal with. I don't like to feel stagnant. I no. don't like to be stagnant. I'm a very goal oriented and ambitious person. Yep. So that's another thing for me. I don't mind spending time alone, and I don't that that much is not that big of a deal. I mean, I I would prefer not to have the option. Yep. But being stagnant is something that is difficult for me to deal with Agreed. a lot of the times. So, yeah. no, I get that. Yeah. I think I'm gonna um. Close out this segment. Oh, I got some questions oh, lined up. Questions? Oh, let's run it. Yeah, I got some questions ready for you. Let's close out this segment yeah, for a yeah, second. Yeah. I mean, y'all, y'all tell me who want to go first. Uh-huh. Cut it. Cut it. Cut it. Cut it. 
Oh yeah, I got some questions for your ass right here. Y'all ready for this? Yeah, these are, ahead, these some of the here. hardest <laughs> would you rather here. questions. All right. Uh, both of y'all pick a number between one and ten. Uh, it's eight. One. Ryan, if you were reborn, <laughs> did I win or did I lose? <laughs> <laughs> if you were reborn in a new life, would you rather be alive in the past or the future? Ooh. I don't know, man. I love my life, so I'm gonna go with the past. There's some areas of my there's some there's some things that I would do again. I would say, and the only reason I enjoy them. Hold on, hold on. Does he have the knowledge that he has right now when he's reborn, or is he restarting? What I read is what it said. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm uh, I, 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 I mean, there's some. I got nostalgic periods of time. Are we talking about? Am I revisiting? The past that I've lived, or the past in times of time. what However, I read is what I see. <laughs> I'll go with the I'll go with the past, man. I, yeah. I, I'll, I'll definitely go with the I'll go with the past, man. Yeah. I, I think, it's de- man, right now we the future uh, looks a little fucking. Yeah, we, we right? might be devolving instead of evolving. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna go with the past. Okay. Right there. Yeah. I like that. That's a good answer. I like yeah. that. That's yep. good. Yep. Um, Trevor. Yep. Would you rather lose the ability to lie? Or believe everything you're told. Ooh. Lose the ability to lie. I'll get duped as a motherfucker if I can't if I can't suss out somebody else lying and believe everything. Hold, hold on, ask the question again. Would you rather lose the ability to lie or believe everything you're told? So you, you, your choice is you can't lie or you have yeah, to believe everything. I'll, I'll live radical candor. I try to do that as much as I possibly can, anyways. But you I can mean, still pick and choose when you lie, right? Right now, yeah. yeah. But if but but if I gotta believe everything that somebody else says, right. no, I can't live. I mean, uh, right. people are evil as fuck. Yeah, no way. Uh, no, I'm not gonna. No, uh, I'll. I'd rather have my my heart and my mind on my sleeve instead, yeah. and be able to. And you be can able still to choose suss not to liars. lie. You can still yeah, choose exactly, not to right? lie. Yeah, for sure. I try yeah. to choose not to lie. Uh, I got one for me. Would you rather be free or be totally safe? Ooh. Ooh. Man, that's, What's the answer? For me, it's an easy question. Yeah. Totally safe. Really? You'd rather be totally safe than free? Am, I'm looking at it from a perspective of... I would say free. So that means you don't die. You, what, what is what? What is safe? Does that mean yeah. you'll never die? And I guess you know what, what is mean? free? That's how I was looking at it yeah. too. It was like, okay, well, what is free? That's and a what good is question. safe? I like that. I like, I like that, that just question. I mean, that's a deep as fuck question, right? Because that, that's a relevant question to nowadays. I mean, a lot of people are you know wanting to and see. That's yeah. what I wasn't weighing that on because when I was thinking, would you rather be free or safe? I was just thinking of like. Medieval days or something. I mean, what, yeah, what is safety? I don't want to. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't are we living in times of dragons? Yeah. Are we living in times of where you know where bears yeah. and stuff roam among us? Or you know, what's the threat? You yeah. know, and what see, is I, I immediately felt free, if free. I mean, when yeah. when you said that, just because because I, I want the freedom to be able to defend yeah. myself. And that's yeah. and, then, uh, can you know, you, and that's the same thing with why you know I like to partake in the uh, the pew pew life right is there and is there growth in that and is there growth in in imminent safety yeah i mean well who was it thomas jefferson said uh 
said somebody that will give up freedom for man. safety deserves neither freedom I, I, nor safety. I want the thrill of the fight, man. I, I, I don't want to always know. Yeah, I want right? to know what's going to happen. When, I don't want to necessarily always know when I shoot my shot. Sometimes I want yeah, the thrill of somebody know, being able to tell me. You always want to know that you can shoot your shot if you want to. Oh, okay. Here's one for both or all of us. Would you rather continue with your life or restart it? Ooh. I'm going to say continue. Well, that might be. Because Graham is, you know, my, re- <laughs> my reason for living, right? Graham and Amber are my reasons for living, right? That's a great answer so, for you. Uh, you know, I would See, never want now, to. Now, that's what we would call a safe answer. That's you, not even fucking safe, though. <laughs> no, I'm joking completely. This is this is how we close our segment. This is how we close our show. We're supposed to be silly and I'm getting deep. Man, you guys are really getting deep. Because I think, I mean, especially as I'm getting older and I'm starting to feel the aches and the pains of, you know what I mean, like... I'm, my mortality becomes more relevant. Yeah. I think about 20 years from now and how do I want to be? How do I want to live? And I don't necessarily like the exercise. I'm realizing that, you know, we want to we wanna, um, strive for a quality of life and good experiences and this and that and the other. But really, at the end of the day, also... Life is just an exercise in preservation. All we're trying to do is preserve something that we know is not going to last forever. Well, and life is experiences, right? It is experiences so, so at life, the end of the day. Life is experiences. And, and, and so you have to think about, okay, if you want to start over, that means you have to get rid of all those ex- those just amazing experiences you've had in your life. Yeah. So. And that's, you know, for me, I mean, you know, seeing Graham born, you know, watching him, you know, watching him grow up and stuff like that, like, you know, I would never trade them, trade yeah. them for anything. Who knows? Who knows how it. you might start over? So. I love it. Interesting. Yeah. Good job, man. Good Thank job, fellas. Like hey, yeah. this was the Say That Again podcast. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. Had a good time tonight with you guys. I needed, I needed to talk. I needed to rap with you guys a taste. So that was I great. Yeah, I like it. All right, we're gonna uh, wrap this up. Yeah, stay blessed. Yes, yeah. sir. Absolutely.